When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. It's time for the 49ers Rush Podcast. Here's your host, John Chapman. What is up, 49ers fan? Welcome. We are now officially, uh, I think it's 25 and a half hours away from the draft kickoff itself. And I just wanted to, I promise you I'd come back today. So I wanted to talk a little bit of draft. Hopefully you guys are joining us over on Hot Mike. But uh, here's the deal. I have my final mock draft, which is going to piss so many people off. Uh, but that's okay. I, I think that it's a realistic option with trades. Uh, we're going to go through it pick by pick all the way of seven full rounds for the 49ers. I do have a big trade taking place as well. Uh, spoiler alert. Uh, going to get into just a couple other questions that you guys have for us. Um, and then, man, one of uh, from down under... Uh, New Zealand, one of, it's, it's pretty cool. I'm going to be honest with you. One of my favorite things about starting this podcast and working with this podcast is just the awesome people that reach out to you. And, uh, you know, a longtime listener, Daniel from New Zealand got together and created a, uh, a John Chapman drinking game, which I just violated one of the rules on this drinking game. So we're going to talk about that and laugh a little bit and, uh, hopefully have a good time with that. But th- I'm so excited right now. And, you know, I'm working through Twitter, I'm working through film, I'm still going over new prospects that people are asking about, but I'm just ready. It's draft missed Eve, you know, it's where we are. And now we're getting into the weird time. Some news came out on Jerry Judy and a meniscus surgery that he had. And, you know, there's a rumor out there that some people are worried whether or not he's even on teams draft boards. That's total BS, just so you know. That is not a reality. He is on every single team's draft board. And whenever we get to this point, you know, before the draft, it's simple. There's going to be a lot of misinformation out there. There's going to be teams politicking to get people to move down. Uh, a meniscus injury is not an ACL. It, it's it's not a torn patella. It's none of those things. It's not an MCL. Uh, that, that's not what it is either. It, it, it's, it's just the cushion between the kneecap and the bottom bone. And it's problematic and it's painful. But he had the surgery. It, the injury took place in 2018. It's a year ago. 
people can play through a meniscus. It, it's not ideal, but he did have a surgery, got it cleaned up. Um, he's going to be just fine. There should be zero concern if that is the case uh, with what's going on. So hopefully you guys are joining us on the Hot Mic app. As I said earlier, that's where our draft coverage is going to be tomorrow. So if you have not downloaded that app yet you got to go do it tonight you got to do it tonight uh it's where we're going to be all day tomorrow for four and a half plus hours of coverage you know the draft kicks off 5 p.m pacific time zone depending on where you're listening you can kind of figure that out um it's going to be televised it's going to be the exact same feed on three separate channels so it's going to be on abc espn nfl network so what you need to do pick your channel it doesn't really matter and if you don't have access to those that's okay we got you anyway what you're going to do is you're just going to sync your phone through the Hot Mic app to the TV broadcast. It's going to walk you through that step-by-step. It takes 10 seconds. It's very, very easy. Then you turn your TV down. You turn your phone up. Uh, you can sync it through your Bluetooth house speakers. That's what my family does um, in the living room, and they listen to it and participate there. Um, my really good friend, one of the best friends I've ever had, you've known him since freshman year in college, Charles Barr covers the Eagles. He's going to jump on with us and kind of MC this thing. And so I'm going to be working on all the draft uh, analytical stuff, player profiles, talking about what trades are, breaking down all that stuff. He is going to be in charge of getting everything from you guys to me and back and forth. So he's kind of in charge of fan engagement. Now, he's an Eagles guy, but he understands this is a 49ers and Eat Sleep Fantasy podcast, and that's what we're going to be talking about. So... if you want to participate, it's going to be a blast. It's going to be a really, really good time. Um, yeah, I have 15 of my writer friends with Eat Sleep Fantasy and a couple other sites, they're doing a Zoom call, and they're going to have this playing on top of that, and I've asked them to roast me the entire time. And so I'm hoping we can get some of those comments, a little comic relief, put into the Hot Mic chat, uh, chat as well. So it's, it's going to be a Comedy Central roast plus NFL draft coverage. Um, It's going to be a lot of fun. We've got a drinking game that we're going to outline as well. Um, So it's going to be fun, man. This is a dream come true for me. And I really do appreciate, you know, just all the support that's kind of come across on all the different platforms. It's been really, really cool. Um, whether it's through Patreon, really appreciate all the support over there. We passed 100 people on the Patreon account for the first time, which is just insane. Uh, it's, a, it's an absolute blessing just to be a part of that. And I really do appreciate all the kind words. TJ um, on the hot mic. Hey, John, appreciate all the coverage. That's why we do it. Uh, <laughs> what? It's weird as hell time with the quarantine. But... Man, we're in this together. Let's have a good time. The draft week is my favorite week of the year. I'm supposed to be in Las Vegas right now. We're working out a hosting event at the Flamingo. We're going to have a great time with 49ers fans. It fell through, obviously. Um, But what do we do? We adapt and we move on. I I feel like I should put the meme up there of Bear Grylls. Like adapt, (laughs) improvise, overcome. Uh, But that's what we got. Uh, Crazy Cody says, what's going on, John? Love you, man, by the way. Uh, the draft is going to be special, LOL. Uh, the word, I need to make a shirt that just says special. <laughs> and then on the back, don't be abysmal or something like that. If you guys got some ideas, send them to me. I need to get some more draft stuff made up uh, during this offseason. But um, appreciate everybody joining over on YouTube. Uh, we got people there as well. We've got people um, on Twitch. We've got people on Periscope. We've got people on Twitter. This is awesome. So let's jump into it. Um, let's just upset some people right off the bat. My final mock draft, okay? 
And, you know, I went through and I did the full first round for all 32 teams, and then I just continued on with uh, the 49ers through seven rounds. And I went ahead and did trades. I think I had... Uh, four first-round trades. There's been five in the last three drafts, first-round trades, but I had four in this one. Um, so anyway, kind of major trades. Everything started off kind of early. I'm not going to go through the full first round, just a couple key picks to help you understand where the Niners got where they are um, and trade compensation and things like that. I had Joe Burrow, number one. I had Chase Young, number two. Uh, they should trade back. I, the Washington Redskins should trade back. The rumors are out that they're listening to calls. They should. They are not Chase Young away from being in the playoffs. They're not. Their defense is actually decent. You go back to the 49ers, uh, Redskins, Mud Bowl. Um, they've got a good defense. It's just they have the worst offense. They have the worst quarterback. Um, they just have the worst so many things. But defensive edge is not one of them. Is Chase Young the best player in this draft? Should they do that? That's great. That's fine if you want to do that. But with teams that need quarterback not that far back, you could trade back and get multi. You could probably get three first-round picks for that. Um, almost like an original first-round pick. You really, really could. So I think they should trade back, but they don't here. I do have the Dolphins trading up to three, swapping with Detroit to get Tua. Um, the Giants give up, or the Giants get 539 and a 20-21 second-rounder is what I have getting them there. Uh, you know, you keep dropping down. Uh, Jedrick Wills, four. Akuda five. Justin Herbert to the Chargers, six. Isaiah Simmons, seven for the Panthers, which I think is a perfect pairing. Um, I know the Arizona Cardinals at eight are wanting to trade down. And I know a lot of people have them taking a tackle, which is a strong consideration. But I think their defense is actually a bigger problem. They get Derrick Brown, C.J. Henderson, 9 to the Jacksonville Jaguars. I feel most confident about that pick out, out of anything. Then we have a big trade, okay? Uh, the Denver Broncos swap. They jump up from 15 to 10. Uh, very similar, exact opposite of what they did last year. If you remember, they swapped with the Pittsburgh Steelers. Uh, Steelers jumped up and got Devin Bush, the Broncos fell down and got their tight end, but uh, it, here they trade up. They get Henry Ruggs the third, the first wide receiver off the board. The Browns get number 15, number 77, and number 188 from the Broncos there. Andrew Thomas goes 11. I, I think he's going to be the first tackle off the board. I really, really do. This is a very deep tackle class. This is a very deep wide receiver class, and because of that, I could see them falling just a little bit. I'm sorry, I had Jedrick Wills go four, but Andrew Thomas going 11, so he wasn't the first. My bad. Uh, 12, Jerry Judy to the Raiders right in front of the 49ers. Now, the 49ers are on the clock at 13. Here's the deal. Uh, John Lynch has come out publicly and said there's six players that we want to target at 13. If they're not there, they trade back. I love C.D. Lamb. He's my favorite I don't think that he is Kyle Shanahan's favorite. So I went with the trade back scenario. Okay, so they trade back and they fall back far. Um, from 13 to 21 with the Eagles, I think that this is a, just a match made in heaven. The numbers work perfectly. Uh, I talked about this yesterday on the podcast, if you listen to it, as one of the potential trade backs. So the 49ers trade out. With C.D. Lamb on the board, they leave. Um, they get number 21. A first rounder, they get number 53, a middle second rounder, and a 2021 third. So you're getting that second round pick, and we're going to play this this trade out. So you, hold on. If you're pissed off at me, don't hit unsubscribe just yet. I'll give you another opportunity for that later today. Trust me. Um, but let's see how it plays out. So they get 21, 
53, and a 2021 third. So that's kind of where that puts them at there. C.D. Lamb's on the board. Uh, that's who Philadelphia moves up for. They get C.D. Lamb, who I think is their number one wide receiver. Got another big trade here right after that. Doesn't involve 49ers. We got to wait a little bit. New England Patriots jump up to 14. Uh, why not another transaction between the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and the New England Patriots? Why not? Um, they jump up. And they want to get Jordan Love. So what do they give up? They give up Joe Tooney, their offensive guard that they can't pay because they don't have money, and the number 23 pick. You know, Joe Tooney is a great offensive guard. And he could warrant probably a second or third round pick on his own. So why not continuing building the Tom Brady-led former Patriot in Tampa Bay? I do think that if Jordan Love falls, um, I could definitely see the Patriots or somebody else jumping up to get him. So that's who I have here. So next up, Cleveland, who fell back. They got Mekhi Becton, 16. A.J. Terrell, cornerback to the Falcons. I think that's a perfect pairing. A.J. Terrell is going to go early in this draft, guys. A.J. Terrell, it's kind of fun. You know, I scrolled all the way down my profile. I know I tweet a lot. But, you know, I put a lot of polls up early during the combine, after the combine, all that stuff. And the players that (laughs) fans didn't want – uh, two months ago, now they have no shot at, right? Uh, you know, it used to be C.J. Henderson, and people were like, oh, I don't know if I want C.J. Henderson at 31. I don't think that's a good fit. Then it was A.J. Terrell, and they're like, oh, I don't know if he's a good fit. Then it was Denzel Mims. They're like, no, we can get him in the third. Um, well, things change. Um, you know, obviously on draft day there's going to be some surprises, but what we find is – there's a premium on certain positions, and I really do think physical long corners are hard to find, and A.J. Terrell has proven time and time again. Dallas uh, stays with a physical tall corner. They get Christian Fulton. They have so many needs at the quarterback position. Javon Kinlaw, who I know some people were screaming, why not get Javon Kinlaw at 13? Um, he falls to 18, and Miami gets Javon Kinlaw. You know, Miami traded up. They got Tua. And they're able to get here Javon Kinlaw. They're kind of rebuilding uh, everything from the outside in, which you've, you've got to kind of respect what, they, what they've what they done draft capital-wise. Uh, we'll have to see how that plays out. Uh, Las Vegas, they get Jeff Gladney, physical outside corner. He's a little small for the 49ers system, but he is going to go early to a team that does not run the cover three scheme. Jacksonville gets Justin Jefferson. Um, I, I just think that's a good pick. They could use the wide receiver depth. Uh, you know, they got their corner earlier. They stay, they get their wide receiver. Now the 49ers are on the clock and there's a couple players that have dropped a lot of really good players. Um, you know, if you want to talk edge, you've got your gross Matos. You got Caleb Von Chasen. I don't like Caleb Von Chasen, but a lot of people have first round grades on them. Uh, if you want to go interior Cesar Ruiz, I think he's the only one kind of in this frame. Maybe Jonah Jackson offensive tackles, Tristan Wirth still there. Josh Jones still there. Ezra Cleveland, who I think is going in the first round still there. Um, Austin Jackson still there. Lots of guys still there. Um, Wide receiver, Jalen Rager. Um, There's lots of pieces available. And, man, it just makes too much sense for me here. One of the tackles I think is going to fall. I really, really do. And I don't think it's just going to go those four in that order. I I could see Ezra Cleveland. um, I could see Josh Jones. I could see Austin Jackson jumping ahead of one of them. I really could. I think it's a possibility. But I have the 49ers going offensive tackle here. And I know people are leaving. Tristan Wirfs, who one of the four is going to fall. Tristan Wirfs would be a perfect fit at 13, but you fall back because he's not one of the six 
that John Lynch notified and that Kyle Shanahan notified as a uh, foundational difference-making player. Um, because guess what? He's going to play out of position. Now, he could play guard with ease. So first off, yes, he would start at right guard day one, and it wouldn't even be a question. When Staley does ride off in the sunset, which I hope is never, um, he would move into tackle. Uh, he could play left or right tackle. He has played left or right tackle. And again, Tristan Wirfs, he's the first player ever in Kirk Ferentz at Iowa, the offensive line-making program in the college football he's the first tackle ever to start as a true freshman four years uh played both sides he could do it all i love tristan worst games i would not mind if tristan worst went top five but he falls and you get a great need here caleb on chasing goes to minnesota uh tampa bay who fell back they get josh jones they still get their tackle Patrick Queen uh, goes to the New Orleans Saints. Minnesota Vikings get Denzel Mims. So they got Caleb Von Chase and Denzel Mims. Miami gets Ezra Cleveland at pick 26. He's going early, guys. He's going early. It's just what it is. Um, Cesar Ruiz goes to 28. Oops, sorry. Skip Seattle, uh, probably because I hate him. Yuter Gross Matos, I, I would hate that pick just because I think he's a great player. I really don't want to see them, but I think Seattle's got a great chance to trade out. They trade so much. Jonah Jackson, offensive guard to Tennessee. Jalen Rager to uh, Green Bay at 30, and the 49ers are back on the clock. Now, you look at what's available, okay? Uh, corners, Trayvon Diggs, he's sitting there. Um, you know, there's lots of Bryce, Bryce Hall. He's a possibility. If you look at just the positional Jalen Johnson, a lot of people like Damon Arnett, Cameron Dantzler, Noah Igbonahe. There, there's lots of guys there, but that's not where I want to go. Wide receiver, T. Higgins, Brandon Ayuk, um, LaVesca Chenault. There, there's Michael Pittman. There are guys there. But this isn't the sweet spot for wide receivers. I really don't think that's what it is. Uh, you could have your choice at tight ends. Uh, the interior starters are gone with Jonah Jackson and um, Cesar Ruiz. Plus, you already got a tackle that's going to play guard for one year. So I think that this goes to the defensive side of the ball. And whenever you look at difference makers, again, John Lynch said it so many times. We want difference makers. We want people that can play now. So I've got a little bit of – some people are going to think this is a reach, but I don't think it is. They go defensive line. Y'all ready for this? And they go to a guy that's going to get eight sacks his rookie year, guaranteed, Jordan Elliott, interior defensive lineman from Missouri. You want pass rushing defensive tackle? Guess what? He's the best in the bunch. He is a better pass rusher than Javon Kinlaw. He is a better pass rusher than Derrick Brown. He's better than all of them. And he did it in the SEC versus SEC competition. The most athletic defensive tackle in this draft. Um, I would love to walk away from the first round with Tristan Wirfs and Jordan Elliott. And here's the deal. All three first selections made by uh, John Lynch and Kyle Shanahan since they've come over have been on the offense or defensive line. Why change that? Why change? Uh, you build in the trenches, which got you to the Super Bowl. Is Jordan Elliott DeForest Buckner? No, there's not a DeForest Buckner in this group. There's not. But he is a dynamic, pass-rushing interior player that would have no problem. Um, he, he would step in day one and you would be just fine. Uh, pick 32 in the last pick that we will detail that's not the 49ers. Uh, the Kansas City Chiefs get DeAndre Swift, and I hope that doesn't happen. That would be a perfect fit. It just makes so much sense, uh, but I do not want him to go there because he's pretty damn good. 
Um, so let, let's pause for a second. Let's jump over on Hot Mic, uh, see what the questions and comments are over there. And again, if you're on Hot Mic, here's what I need you to do. This helps the podcast more than anything. Hit that share button. Um, if you look up, uh, you'll see the share button. Hit it. Share it to Twitter, Facebook, anywhere. Just share it one time for me. Uh, that helps us out. Keeps the bosses off my back. I'd appreciate that very, very much. Please do that now. Uh, much appreciated. Now, Khalil, I got you. CD's lamb is there. You grab them. I disagree. I love CD lamb. I just don't know how much Kyle Shanahan loves CD lamb. I don't know. I hope that he loves him so much. And if the Niners walk away with CD lamb at 13, nobody's going to love it more than me. Um, I'm a Longhorn fan. I hate Oklahoma. I can't stand them. But if we get that guy, I'm totally in. I'm totally in. Um, uh, anyway, that's what it is. So I would really, really like that. But again, let's wait. It's like, just wait. Just wait. I understand. We all want the stud. We all want the star. We want the flashy outside wide receiver. But if you look at what John Lynch has done, he took Debo in the second round. First round wide receivers haven't panned out in the NFL in a long time. And I would love C.D. Lamb. I think he's special. Ah, dang it. Use the word. Uh, we'll get to doing the shots in a little bit. But anyway, um, it, it's what it is. So C.D. Lamb, everybody wants C.D. Lamb. I, I love it. Uh, yeah, I get it. I get it. Uh, Damien, he says, what's up? Should we go defense first two picks um, and wait fifth or sixth for, to draft Isaiah Coulter, Quez Watkins, wide receivers? There's lots of wide receivers, and that's a big reason why I chose to wait. The sweet spot for wide receivers hasn't been hit yet. You've got those top three guys, and then you've got kind of Denzel Mims and um, Justin Jefferson, which I think are in that second tier. Jalen Rager you could put in there as well. But then there's just – you could change the order of the next 15 wide receivers, and you're not wrong. It just depends on what you want. So let's wait. <laughs> Don't judge me yet, okay? I, I get it. We, we got we got Tristan Wirfs. That's a great pick. We got uh, Elliott. That's a great pick. I'm very, very happy about those. Now let's look and see what this pans out. So I go through my simulator, and I did this twice to make sure the numbers work, and guess what they did? But because we fell back from 13 to 21 – with that trade with the Eagles, one, we get a third for next year, but we also get a middle second round. We get that pick 53 that everybody's clamoring for. And guess what? I did this on three sites twice. And guess what? He was there every time. Now, will he be there whenever the draft actually happens? Maybe not. Who knows? But with pick 53 in the middle of the second round, the 49ers select wide receiver from USC Michael Pittman Jr. See that? Now I bet you're not upset. Now I bet you're not mad. Who would you rather have? And, and he, here's how you have to look at it. Would you rather have C.D. Lamb on one side, or would you rather have Tristan Wirfs and Michael Pittman Jr.? That's the question. Now, if you still say C.D. Lamb, I don't think you're wrong, but you're totally hedging your bets. You look at first-round wide receivers and the bust rate that they have you got to pump your brakes because it's scary. It's scary, scary bad. Um, it, it's it's very, very bad. But whenever you look at getting a tackle that has started four years at the best offense line school in college that fits your system to a T, that's super hyper-athletic, uh, there's no question with Tristan Wirfs. He is safe. Michael Pittman, I love. And I tweeted this out today, and it, I, I said <laughs> – Michael Pittman Jr. is who everybody thought T. Higgins was. Um, I'm not a T. Higgins guy. I don't hide that. 
But I'm telling you right now, I love Michael Pittman Jr. He is a guy that I, I have so much faith in. I would love for him to be added to our wide receiver core. Um, but I'll take Tristan Wirfs and Michael Pittman Jr. over C.D. Lamb, and I love C.D. Lamb. Um, so leave it in the comments. I want, I want to see what you guys are saying, if you like it or not. Which one would you choose there? Okay, Is C.D. Lamb or Tristan Wirfs and Michael Pittman Jr.? Plus, you got to remember, you got a 2021 third as well. You could use that to trade back up. If you want a f uh, fourth rounder, if you want a fifth rounder, you can do that. Um, so I really like that. I'm curious to see what you guys say. I'm going to scroll over um, over on YouTube, see what's up there. Um, yeah, I'm not seeing a lot of uh, positive reactions there, but that's okay. Uh, I mean, I, I personally, I would love this draft. Um, thank you, Mr. Miller. He is with me there. Um, and I, I just think it fits. I, I really, really do think. Again, 13, you trade back. Uh, you en end up getting Tristan Wirfs. In the second round, you get Michael Pittman Jr. for that trade and a 2021 third. Man, I'll take that every day and twice on Sundays. I, I really, really do. And I know a lot of people aren't going to like it. They want the flashy wide receiver. But I don't think it's happening, guys. I just don't think it's happening. Maybe, maybe, maybe. If Jerry Judy is there at 13, maybe. Outside of that, I just, I, I don't know. I don't know. And I'm getting some uh, thumbs up from Michael with some per uh, Pittman. I'm liking some stuff. Uh, <laughs> I like to think, yeah, Cody, I'd like to think that I got hacked, and that's why this is up. I don't think so. Um, Damien, what about the speed to open the middle of the field that Kansas City closed up? I don't think Michael Pittman um, would stretch the field. And, you know, I think that's interesting whenever you look at it because, you know, if you're assuming C.D. Lamb, who ran a 4-5-0, is going to open the field, Michael Pittman ran a 4-5-2. So you're talking two one-hundredths of a second. And Michael Pittman is taller, longer, uh, he, he much more athletic. The three-cone matches exactly what um, you know, uh, Kyle Shanahan loves he the missed tackles are there yards after the catch are there deep balls there contested catches are there a again. I don't think Michael Pittman is as good as CD lamb, but if you would have been happy with CD lamb, you can't be upset with Michael Pittman because they're similar type players. They both play on the outside. Um, and they're both kind of bigger, hyper-athletic guys that fit the same prototype. I, I really do think that that's what they are. Um, so it, it's stuff to think about, uh, whatever. Again, I'm not making the decision, which I'm sure you're happy about, but that's okay. Now let's move on to the draft. So, again, we've got three guys now. We've got our we've got our tackle the future. We've got Jordan Elliott, which I would love in the first round personally. We got Michael Pittman, our wide receiver. Now we stay. I didn't do any late-round trades just because it gets so complex. I think there will be some movement around. But at pick 156, the 49ers stay put, and they get one of their favorite tight end prospects. They get Harrison Bryant at pick 156, which, man, uh, you know, it, he's my fourth tight end, 6'2", 248. He ran a 4'7", 440 um, out of Washington. And he's a guy... Kyle Shanahan's getting a wide receiver too. Um, now, whether it's a uber athletic move tight end or if it's a tank tight end, he's getting somebody. Whether it's a player in a draft for player trade or if it's drafting a guy, you know, it just right before I hit record, um, Trey Burton, who the Bears released, just signed with the Colts. Um, so you know, that's one of those things. And again, my player comp for Hunter Bryant. Evan Ingram without the top tier speed. He ran a four seven, so he's pretty. He's, he's plenty fast. 
Um, two and a half year starter, uh, 85 receptions, five touchdowns, 16.4 yards per reception. And he's just a very hyper athletic kind of guy. Uh, that, it's, it's Hunter Bryant. So I, I think it's a possibility there. Uh, I, I think it could work out. Uh, now you move down. We're about to get weird. You ready for this? 176. I'm excited about this because, you know, I'm, I, I get down to the draft and there's a bunch of guys there. And I love this part of the draft. You know, you're looking 176, and there's still wide receivers there. This is the back of the fifth round. And I'm like, man, maybe we should go corner. But there wasn't a corner that I really thought fit, and I didn't want to reach too much. Um, it just wasn't working. So I was like, you know what? We're the back end of the fifth round. Let's go get a player. Let's go get a player. Somebody fell. Isaiah Hodgins, wide receiver, Oregon State, 6'4". And he's just got the best hands in the draft. That's all. Uh, he's had three drops his entire career. Um, he has the best drop rate in the past three years to come out of college football. And he's there in the fifth round, six foot four, two ten. Again, he's not one of those speed guys, but at the end of the fifth round, which the 49ers love, why not go get this guy? Yeah, we already got a wide receiver. I get it. But, man... You're getting this guy that I have an early third round grade on. He's a poor man's Keenan uh, Keenan Allen, and I don't mean that as an insult whenever I say poor man. Uh, Keenan Allen went in the first round for a reason. This guy goes in the third round. Great routes, uh, double move king. And that, uh, whenever I was watching his his tape, because again he's a four six one forty guy, which I don't think is slow. Um, but whenever I was watching, he's a 7.01 three cone, which is better than Debo's, despite being six four. Um, but anyway, what I was saying is I was watching his film, and I just kept saying, God, I hope he goes to a play-action team. He sells his routes so well. He is a double-move stud. Very, very savvy, great run blocking, and he constantly fakes out corners um, in zone coverage and in man coverage. So you put him in a play-action passing game like the 49ers run, yikes. And that's just a backup plan. Um, you know, Again, I think once you get into the fifth round, you can kind of swing. You could take these plays. Uh, again, I didn't like the corners that were there. And so I was just like, you know what? Screw it. Let's go get a player that I would love to have on this team and let him fight for a spot. Now, next up, here we go. At pick number 210, you know, we're in the back of the sixth round. I went with a player that came in and visited with the 49ers, and he, he doesn't really have a position because he started three years in the SEC. He started one year at outside corner. He started year two as slot corner. Then he started year three as safety, and I think that's where we take him. Arkansas safety, Cameron Curl, who the 49ers tend to like a lot, and his film is a lot of fun. Um, you know, worst-case scenario, he's a special teamer day one. But, again, 49ers love versatility. There's not a player in the back end that has more versatility besides Isaiah Simmons than Cameron Curl. Um, now, is he Isaiah Simmons? Hell no, he's not. But um, he is a guy that could play all over the place, and he's long and athletic and fits what the 49ers want on defense. Um, pick number 217, here we go. Uh, we've got two seventh rounders. Let's go through these quick. I got him taking an edge player out of Texas, Malcolm Roach. Uh, really like this guy. He fits. Uh, the 49ers have already met with him, and he fits what they love in defensive linemen. Very Ronald Blair-esque. Great run defender with pass rush upside, um, and he plays outside. He plays five technique, three technique, and he can line up over the center in pass rushing situations. Just versatility galore. Uh, I think he's a guy that would probably be a practice squad candidate and then move up, which you've got to get used to now. 
because this roster, again, the 49ers have the second most roster spots are signed already. You can go up to 90, but we only have 12 spots left. And so that that's before you bring on one or two free agents and then a bunch of undrafted guys. But this is a difficult roster to crack, so I think that they take these high-end players that could turn into a potential stud. And Malcolm Roach has a very high ceiling. And with the last pick, I uh, couldn't believe this guy was there, number 245. I almost took him earlier, and that is cornerback A.J. Green out of Oklahoma State. Really, really like this kid. I know I've talked about him a bunch. I think he's a perfect fit for the 49ers. 61202 out of Oklahoma State. Uh, ball skills, uh, basketball and football player down in Texas, um, out of high school, and he just fits so much. I think that he's probably going to go earlier than this, but in the simulation I ran, uh, he was still there. So our entire draft hall. Here we go. Y'all ready? Here we go. Um, we've got Tristan Wirfs. <laughs> we get Jordan Elliott. We get Michael Pittman Jr. We get Bryant the tight end. We get Isaiah Hodgins, we get Cameron Curl, and we get Malcolm Roach and A.J. Green. I'm cool with that, man. I'm totally fine with that as you know our, our movement and, and kind of going through that. I, I personally, I, I think that that would be just a great fit. Um, yeah, hopefully you guys agree with me there, but that that's just my take on that. And we'll have to see what happens because draft day gets weird. It really, really does. And as draft day gets weird, as I pull this up, I want to share this with you guys. Look at this state-of-the-art technology. This is what my boy Daniel, um, as I'm trying to get this fitted, I apologize. I, I'm not the best with uh, <laughs> with all the tech technology. Here is the John, Traf John Chapman draft drinking game that we're going to be playing tomorrow during the draft. Okay, uh, I'm going to scroll down through it, and I'll, I'll show you what we got. But here's the deal. Uh, we're going to be live on Hot Mike, and you got to join us over there. That's huge. Rush ESF is the promo code. Here's what we got. <laughs> this is awesome. Uh, so here we go. Let's go through this. These are the draft day. And again, remember, this is over four and a half hours, so you got to taper this to your own uh, drinking whatever. And whatever. You have fun with it. Number one, take a shot every time John says abysmal. That's a given. We know I'm bad about that. Take a shot every time John giggles. And again, if you want this, uh, I just pinned it to my profile on Twitter. You can go save the picture or take a snapshot with your phone. At uh, JL underscore Chapman, it's the pinned tweet. Uh, just click on my profile, and it's the first picture that shows up. You'll see it there. Uh, every time I giggle, I do that a lot. I never even knew I'd do that. Um, you guys point out my flaws here. Take a sip every single time John compliments another team's pick. Yep, I'm going to do that a lot, and I think we know that. Um, take a shot every time John refers to his predictions. I predicted that. Yeah, I, that's happening. That is happening for sure. Um, let's see here. Take a sip every time John says uh, someone's a locker room guy. I value... Why is that a bad thing? I value uh, guys that kind of show up and help everybody else. Uh, take a shot every time the 49ers draft or trade. So, yeah, if you're doing shots, you're going to want to do small ones because we're already pretty tipsy here, and we've got a long ways to go. Take a shot every time John says someone's special. That had to be on there. Um, anytime a trade is made in general, take a sip. Um at the end of every round, take a sip. Take a sip every time a GM is confused by Zoom. I'm super excited about this. Um, anytime I'm surprised by a pick, whoa, that surprised me. Basically, every time the Seattle Seahawks pick, um, I'm going to be taking a sip. And then the last one, if you want to get crazy, which I would recommend to stay away from, uh, take a sip every pick. 
Now, there's 32 uh, picks made in the first round, so that's kind of where we're at. Um, take that for what you want. Uh, we'll just kind of have to see where everything is with that, but I just thought that was a lot of fun, and you know, that's on my Twitter if you want to go grab that and if you want to join us uh, <laughs> with, with that. I'm not going to be drinking during the draft, which is rough for me because... Um, last year at Nashville, I've been to the, I love going to the draft and Charles was going to go with me to Vegas. A couple other people were as well, but here's the deal. Last time I got very upset because I brought all my equipment, uh, to Nashville and we got a place close to the stage, um, in one of the restaurants of the bar right beside it. I was going to be working the whole time. Well, Nashville, they got overpopulated and their cell phone service and internet service completely crashed. So I could not post anything, couldn't do any research. Even on the phone, it wouldn't work, whatever else. So me being frustrated, I got really, really upset, drank way too much, got a little inebriated. I'm sure Charles will retell this story uh, a little bit later. End up trying to rob a taco truck, um, in which case uh, the police officers actually laughed at me, and I was wearing a Navarro Bowman jersey, so I apologize to his name. Um, Said, let your boy Bowman have his fun. Uh, His team drafted a punter tonight. So there you go. That that is a. Uh, I don't want that to happen on the podcast. But um, hopefully you join us. We're going to have an absolute blast tomorrow. I can't wait. Uh, and man, I've talked long enough to where it is less than twenty five hours officially. But um, head over there. You got to do it. Hot mic app. Download it. Rush ESF. I'm telling you, go do it. Um, until then, it's going to be a long twenty four hours. Hang in there. Uh, don't believe everything you hear. And at me on Twitter. If you see something crazy, we'll talk about it. But until tomorrow, oh, I'm so excited. It starts 5 p.m. Pacific time. We'll be on before that, probably about 15 to 20 minutes uh, before that, answering questions, getting excited. And we're going to be with you all day tomorrow. So uh, didn't even mention a Jimmy Garoppolo signed jersey given away in the first 10 picks. It's going to be special. Ah, dig it. Take a, take, a, take a shot, everybody. Until tomorrow, stay strong, faithful. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.